Yeah! Welcome to Audio Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we starting this episode off with Cochise playing? instead of? <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. That would not be bad. What's Cochise? Uh, Cochise is that Audio Slave song. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. Alright. <laughs> with me is Doug Butler. Good evening. And Carlos Pascal. Hello. Guys, did you hear about this? Uh, some crossbow shenanigans down in our our former uh, beloved town of San Diego. Uh, can you be more specific? <laughs> You've heard of a whole bunch of, of crossbow <laughs> shenanigans. I don't think I've ever heard of any shenanigans involving crossbows. These, I have not. These sixteen-year-olds uh, were, th- were were allegedly throwing rocks off of uh, an overpass at vehicles, and uh, one of them ended up shot through the abdomen with with a crossbow from one of uh, from. Uh, well, this is where it gets murky. So the way I originally read it, like day of, this happened about just over a week ago. Um, they were throwing the, you know, throwing the rocks, throwing the rocks, having fun, having a great time. And then <laughs> somebody pulled up, stopped, and then shot them. Uh, although now some reports are coming out that make it a little a little more uh, clear and make a little more sense. But it, I don't know. Uh, basically, it says that, that they were followed. Um, by a Toyota Rav4, and they, uh, they the guys, you know, the Rav4 drivers drew up on them, um, got out and shot them with a, with a crossbow. Went through his stomach. And he, he lived, uh, treated for non-serious injuries somehow, miraculously. Non-serious? Something like that. Yeah, non-critical. So, humorous, humorous injuries. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, humorous injuries. He was treated at the hospital. Sixteen-year-olds. Um, Sixteen-year-olds. I don't know. Man, back in my day, people just did drugs when they were 16 years old. They weren't throwing rocks off of freeway overpasses and stuff. They're just trying to get some girls' panties. You know what I'm saying? And some be- some beers and get some get some loving. Yeah. 16. What are these kids doing? That's, uh, that's juvenile stuff. How old was the good son when he was throwing mannequins off the overpass? Yeah, like Mr. 10, freeway. 11. Mr. Was like a- Mr. Freeway. <laughs> I think that was his name in The Good Son, Mr. Freeway. I've, n- I've never seen The Good Son. Jeez. Really? I'm not in the wrong there. Trust no, me. No, you're, you're yeah. fine. I you're fine. <laughs> I may be referencing it. I'm in the wrong, but... Mm. Well, how how would you know? I've heard things. But no, I, I agree. I think it's very juvenile. Um, And when I first heard it, I was a little like, well, man, some 16-year-olds, if I saw them throwing rocks at me, I might consider that, you know, an attempt on my life. But... Finding out that the the drivers of the car kind of like tracked him down and shot him definitely changes my mind on that. And, and uh, not that this really matters, but I think the drivers of the car, like the the crossbowists, the, the archers, the cross archers, um, <laughs> if I'm allowed to, you know, coin that term. I think uh, that's accurate. Like, I think that's right. Cross archers. Cross archers. They were apparently like 16 or 17 too, so. That's what I'm saying. What? Apart from like a rival school. Perhaps. I didn't even know what a crossbow was when I was 16. Really? I did. That was because you were in a coma, weren't you? I had a tragic youth. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a coma. That's crazy. Six... Crossbows. Do people hunt with crossbows? Yes, they do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like a poor man's uh, bow and arrow. A rich man's bow and arrow. I think it's an equal man's bow and arrow. I think different people prefer. It's a lot harder to shoot a real bow and arrow, in my opinion. Have you shot both? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Not at a person, but (laughs) he's still lying. (laughs) I've shot both. Why wouldn't I have shot both? Because you've shot a crossbow? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Not at the same uh, day, not the same event. Event? <laughs> not at the same time? No, 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 I didn't have one in one hand and one in the other. That's what you're asking. I, I would have thought you drew the, uh, whatever, I don't know, this string. I'm going to call it a string back from the bow. With, you just duct tape it to your elbow or your shoulder and then just draw your hand forward on the on the bow. And then simultaneously in the left hand, you have a crossbow and then shoot them both double wield. What a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> I heard you go to jail for life for even attempting that just because you're such a killing machine once you start doing that stuff. It's illegal. It's illegal to do that. Exactly. But yes, I have done it. The crossbow is definitely, 
I'd say it's just obviously closer to your typical gun. Uh, a bow is just kind of a different mindset, different uh, way of thinking, I would say. It's so point and shoot? Not really. It Plus, I was a lot weaker at the time. I was probably like about 15, and uh, it was my uncle who had the, the bow and arrow, and he had a pretty, at least I thought, legit bow. Like It, was, it seemed high technology. And it was it was really difficult for me to just break it, if you guys know what that means, where you kind of yeah pull the okay. pull the thing back, pull the get, bolt back. You got you know, get it from where it is, your hands are together, and then the part where it kind of breaks, and you, you can get it back past your ear to line it up, uh, so you can look down it. That was I just wasn't strong enough, I guess. That really, I mean, and I did it because I was a beast, but it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, is what I'm saying. You it's say cool. you you said you were weaker and that you were 15. And just to clarify, you mean strength level 15, right? Not we're not talking about age. You're talking in strength points. How many attribute points did you have? Probably about four in arm strength and the rest in just determination. And what was your skill tree looking like? Mostly uh, verbal. <laughs> <laughs> a lot towards verbal. Well played. Verbal. That's that's appropriate response to that question. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, also down in San Diego, this just happened today. This is hot off the presses. Uh Man in, a, man in a Gumby suit tried to rob, uh, rob a 7-Eleven. <laughs> like, uh, wait, like, did he have the was, head cut out, or was it just the full thing? Full thing. You can watch YouTube videos of it. He, uh, did, oh, boy. <laughs> did it work? It did not work. He, he ended up losing 26 cents that fell out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> did he, what did he use, a gun? He went to go get the gun, but his the costume encumbered it, and, uh, and, and instead of pulling out the gun, he kind of just caused 26 or 27 cents to fall out of his pocket who even carries 26 cents around anymore this guy's all over the place yeah gum he lost money did he go to jail no he got away what it's for now was pokey the getaway driver or what no but there was a getaway driver he uh <laughs> he just he uh from the report I, I read it seems like he just boned out as soon as as soon as gumby started fumbling around for the gun Oh, well, that's good. By the time by the time those twenty seven cents had dropped, he was uh, already in the car honking the horn, telling him to what, come. What bank was this? Seven no, Eleven. The bank. <laughs> bank of convenience. <laughs> uh, the bank of Takis hot chips. Yo, oh my, Fuego. I think you mean Fuego, Takis. Around here they call them hot chips. Do they? Yeah. Oh, uh, come closer to the border. Learn, <laughs> learn something. Uh. They won't catch him. He's wearing a Gumby suit, for Christ's sake. He can't. Just look for the guy that looks like Gumby. <laughs> oh, wait. Did he naturally look like Gumby? Well, they don't know yet. You can't be sure. <laughs> uh, uh, the the footage that you can see online is uh, security camera footage, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah. What else would it be? What can they do I don't to know. People combat this? People cameras on their phones, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's uh, security camera footage. Was the were the people was was the person that's working the front? Did they did they have guns? I never know if they have guns at the front. No, they didn't have guns, but they didn't even think it was real. It, they, oh, that was they a didn't joke. Call, yeah, they thought it was a joke. Even like didn't even call the police after they left. It would be <laughs> would be pretty comical, I'd imagine. This guy just saying, you know, empty out the cash register, and he looks like a a costume character, and his eyes aren't moving. Yeah, apparently he said, "You you think this is a joke? I'll show you my gun." And that's when he reached for it. And the, 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 <laughs> at, least, at least he got away. Coinage. Yeah, I guess. Cue the Benny Hill music. <laughs> <laughs> He'll live to rob another day. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. That's... I'm glad I'm glad for the internet so we can get a hold of stories like this in like an hour after they happen. I know, I know. I actually saw that on the riveting and uh never yellow uh CNN headline news. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Is it bank? Was it uh, Banksy? Is that who did it? It was Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So a little farther from there, um, this one's a little more gruesome. I almost, I almost opened with this one, but uh, it's a little more up my alley. Um, in Indonesia, a man was eaten by his pet dogs after starving them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You hear about that? No, but I know that dogs will eat you. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if you if you, if you die in your house and you have a dog. There's a good chance that the dog will eat you. Yeah. What if you don't die? What if the dogs kill you? Which is what happened in this case. <laughs> what kind? What kind of dogs were they? I don't know. Oh well, that's important. I mean, a Indonesian a dogs. If it was a Chihuahua, that would be funny. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, there were there, so apparently there were nine of them. This guy left Holy on cow. vacation. He came back to seven of them. Okay, so it's you know, cannibalism. Not cannibalism. They'd already eaten a little bit. But I think that dogs, dogs cannibalism. can't be cannibals. I thought it was just humans. Anyway. Not wrong. Mm. Anyway. I, I'm pretty sure that's right. Like, well, like humans are the only creatures with the capacity to No, I mean, one? for that for that term, cannibalism is a human eating a human, I thought. I, do not, I don't know. I, do not I can't. That's true. We can't be sure. We can't be sure. Okay. Anyway. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to go on record here. So the dogs poisoned him when he came back and then ate him. <laughs> they they <laughs> yeah. shot him with the crossbow. One, one was hiding behind the door with piano wire. <laughs> yep. He came back, they ate him. Uh, who found him? I don't know. I, I don't know who found him, but um, curious, the cops came, and according to the um, police chief, who goes by one name, Ariana, uh, Ooh, we had to paralyze them. Hot. Beautiful name. We had to paralyze them. Why paralyze them? I think he's gonna. Is that a neutralize? That's a rough translation. Perhaps. Give me neutralize. I just imagined him going in and like snapping all their necks. (laughs) Yeah, stepping on their backs really hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. That is terrible. Had to paralyze them. Yes, they're alive. They just can't move. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He never says that we had. You know, it's implied we had to paralyze them to kill them. I guess, but he doesn't say that. Well, killing them would just be cruel. We don't want to do that. They probably were killed. No, I'm just saying, just paralyze them, and then you don't feel culpable. Oh, I get it. Okay. Culpable on their death. <laughs> mm. Car- Carly, she said dogs eat people. Like if the owner dies, oh yeah, that dog will eat will eat that per- owner. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if okay. it's a foregone conclusion, but see what, he is see what on happens. something. See what happens. Die yeah. in your die in your apartment and put a dog in there. Get it home. But like no, but like dogs, you know, they build they build relationships with their owners. You know, but that, you're uh, not you're not a person anymore once you die. You're just a a piece of meat. Think dogs know that? Yes. Can a dog taste a soul? They'll if get I may, sad, you die, and then they'll get over it, and they'll realize there's no food, so they'll eat your throat and stomach. Yeah, I, okay. I like where you're going with this, Carlos. But I actually do have an example off the top of my head. Um, that woman who uh, the first face transplant, she uh, she had apparently or allegedly um, taking taking pills to to commit suicide, and so she was passed out like. Stone cold passed out on her couch, and her dog ate her face off. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is as sad as it gets. <laughs> you don't die. You just wake up without a face, and it was your dog that that did it. Your only friend in the world ate your I, face. I bet, yo, I bet her face was red. <laughs> Ooh, inappropriate. Just gross. Yeah. Remember that woman? This is this is going off topic a little bit. Remember that woman that claims she was splashed in the face with acid? Oh yeah, I do. And she like did it to herself or she something. Did it to herself, man. What an what an idiot. What an idiot. This is not the woman we talked about earlier on the podcast. Uh, on 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 an earlier podcast, I mean, the Iranian woman. So. No, no, no. Let's no, not dis- let's oh, not besmirch no. her. No, 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 no. The the woman who behead was it? She beheaded someone. That no. But um, that sounds running. good. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, yes, yes, I remember. No, this shit, this shit goes like trying to get trying to a lawsuit. This shit goes like trying to get a lawsuit for some sort of acid deal. And it, it turned out that she had finally admitted it that she splashed it on herself. Oh no! Splash technicians figured it out. I would never. I want to say it was in Canada. I would never admit that. They, I know. Seriously, if you're trying to your own face, yeah. Just never admit it. Why, how do they get people to admit this? Just never admit it. Splash technicians, man. I'm telling you. Still. They say, I, did you do this? No. They say, <laughs> all evidence points to it. No, what if they I ask, didn't. What if, they, what if they ask you one more time, though? No. <laughs> what if they ask you one more time? I didn't do it. <laughs> I could go on like this forever. I guess. Yeah, but have you had acid splash in your face? No. Yeah, it kind of messes with your head. <laughs> no, no, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> Wait, am I? Are we still role playing here? Is that I, did I mess I, up? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, this one's not exactly gross, so eh, take it with a grain of salt. But it hits a little close to home. Uh, apparently, my uh, old dorm, the University Towers, uh, had a power outage. <laughs> 
<laughs> it sounds <laughs> it sounds so trivial right now as I say it, but uh, I don't know if you know that like a lot of um, the Southwest is uh, experiencing big big power outs from the heat. And, I believe uh, it. And my 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 old dear horrible dorm was was one of the ones affected. That is just crazy! Wow, <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know, they're reeling. <laughs> they're still reeling. How long have they been out of power? Eh, it's back on now. How did you find this out? Uh, it's 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 news somehow. I don't know. I saw San Diego dorm regains re- power, and I thought, I wonder if that's University Towers, and I clicked it, and sure enough, this is a real headache. It's a giant headache for about 550 students who are oh, do- moving in and getting ready for classes. How did they tap the keg in the dark? Yeah, well, that's how they tap the keg, and you know that's the only way to get the keg in these uh, high high tech security fortress dorms now that are no fun. That's right. Some, somebody's checking your card. How are they high tech now? What what happened? Uh, they had like that little gauntlet you had to go through where they would like search your bags and. I never had that happen to me. And. That's because they were scared to search you, Carlos. Yeah. So I was too handsome, right? They too thought handsome. you were a security guard. Or they probably thought I was a janitor. I thought you were a parent. <laughs> sure. I was being generous. I was being generous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with the janitor, man. He's got nothing to lose. Yeah. No, I do remember that being a little bit of a thing. Like, just even you having to defend if it was you in the picture. I think I had to do that once or twice. What? Oh, my, really? my, yeah, my ID card. I don't remember. It was some some little brouhaha with the... You give anybody a little bit of power, man, and they just want to abuse it. Yeah, I got caught once in the dorms leaving with beer. Leaving. And what'd they do? They took it and wrote me up. What? That, that's yes. ridiculous. I was leaving right. and I was giving the the off duty officers a hard time because it was fun and they were like in a in a in a good natured way, you know they, we like used to kid with them. It was kind of an adversarial but cordial relationship. And uh, he was like, you. "Oh hey, let me check your backpack," and I was like, "Really?" Mm. Checked it. I had like probably three keystones or something, you know. Damn, dude. Three keystones, dude. Remind probably me like not, a... Remind me not to party with you. <laughs> Like a buck fifty right there. Yeah, you can't hang. You can't hang with that. But these were back in the college days when we got crazy, crunk, totally crunk. Back when beer was real ass currency. It's <laughs> true. It kind of was. Sad as that sounds. Because how did you get it? Well, you give people twenty bucks and then they buy the beer and somehow keep the rest of the money. Yeah, yeah. You give them twenty bucks and they get you a. Uh... A six, six pack, a six and they pack. they get a couple of slim jims and some soda. What, did, so. did you get David to buy you the, uh, <laughs> the six pack? They got some Tijuana Mamas. Tijuana Mamas. Uh, what's the pick? Is that the is that the pickle? The Tijuana uh, Mama. Disgusting pickled sausage. Yeah. Christ. Tijuana Mama and like some like uh, gummies that are shaped like hamburgers and pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are terrible. Yep. Yep. Quite bad. David's a weird guy when it comes to food. <laughs> anyway. Well, and I guess I guess the last uh, the last one I just want to touch on is uh, I was just reading about a Dutch woman who's been charged with stalking um, after calling her ex boyfriend. And this girl, this girl, this lady is a forty. She's a forty two year old woman, and she, it's uh, alleged that she called her ex boyfriend sixty five thousand times in the last year. Oh. Holy cow! Is she hot? I don't know. They didn't show a picture of her, but that's a lot, even for a hot girl. How much is too, that? A too day? many. That is. I have the answers right t- right here. What do you think? I'm in ballpark it. Uh, about two forty. That's about 178 times a day. Times a day. Oh damn! Um, or once every eight <sighs> minutes without sleeping for a year. For a year. <laughs> <laughs> After like two hours of that, I'd be like. I'm, change number i'm done yeah i'm doing something i don't know what i would do i agree. grab my crossbow go get your crossbow drive to linda vista i'd take out my phone line is mm-hmm. what i would do with my crossbow because I, I wouldn't do any violence. Oh. oh if you were him i was assuming you were her for some reason but yes no yeah i agree i'm the psycho girlfriend why i don't know I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah at what point would why doesn't she just take it to another level and do something crazier I know yeah. that is it's a long time to just only keep it at that that one insane sort of plateau. <laughs> That's what I mean. Why yeah. not why not amp it up? 
I, I'll, I'll go. write, start writing, uh, you know, put, putting letters in the grass with gasoline and then setting them on fire. So it says like, I love you or whatever. Yeah. She had no like time. That. Start killing cats or something and leaving the bodies on the porch. She had this no time for I this. She was people. on the phone the whole time. She was on the That's phone the thing. entire year. A third of that year was sleep. Is that right? That well, right? Yeah, a third. Okay, right. A third of your, li- of your life is sleep. Am I wrong? No. So what's your point? What's your point? So I'm saying those calls <laughs> were even packed into a, a less time. Yes. Maybe she didn't sleep, though. Of course she slept. Mm. What is she, superhuman? Um, I would say she's at least kind of superhuman at, at dialing a phone a lot. I'd say she's less human than human. She's that stupid to keep calling. She's superhumanly persistent. That might be true. We don't know if she was beautiful, but he's got to be handsome. He's 62. Oh, oh he's rich. Oh. He's rich. So maybe maybe he's got kind of that like distinguished like Paul Newman thing going on. Yeah, 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 you can Chick- be 62 and handsome, it's true. You can be Chick- real. I I feel like if you're a handsome 62-year-old, you are handsome. It's true. That's like the best kind of handsome. That's the most enduring kind of true handsomeness. Most the grandma most. version of handsome. Huh? Nah, man, because you you get like you get like twenty year olds thinking you're handsome when you're sixty. That is ridiculous. No, come on, come on, come on. Twenty year olds? Well, I mean, thirty year olds. Thirty year olds, perhaps. Wow, we just jumped ten years in a millisecond. Well, thirty year olds. Carlos, talk to me when you're sixty two, man. See how the see how the climate is for the thirty year olds for you. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna be around at sixty two. Living too fast. No, I just mean I'll be in a different country. <laughs> I'll probably have had to leave by then. You'll be exported. A little line at the end of this article also says, the man denied they had a relationship. <laughs> I don't think you can deny that. Even, even if it was against his will, there's certainly a relationship there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Women are crazy, man. Women are crazy. Women be calling. Mm-hmm. Women be or- calling. Always wanting to talk. It just gets. Also, do you guys feel any sympathy though towards the woman? We don't know, obviously, the no. context. No, no. no? Okay. No. Well, yeah. I mean, just because it sounds like she's mentally ill. Well, yeah. If you want to go that way with it, that's not what I meant. Then no, I mean, that she can't get like another date. No, I do not. I just meant sad. You know, that's sad. Yeah, it's sad because she's mentally ill. Unrequited love, man. It's tough. <laughs> that's. <laughs> She just wanted one date. That's all she wanted. Damn. Anyway. So what's new with you guys? Yo, I had my first brush with death the other day. Your first? I find that hard to believe. I remember you coming back from Mexico, so we'll say second. Ah, boom, roasted. My second brush with death. Um, I participated in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Ooh. BJJ. BJJ. Oh, sorry. (laughs) BJJ. BJJ. My BJJ's painting. (laughs) Yes, it'd be wonderful if you could bring a gift. Keep going. Um, What is going on over there? (laughs) My answer machine's going off. uh, (laughs) Are you kidding me? I'm leaving this in. Let's hear this. Let's hear what (laughs) they have to say. No, that's not fair. That's not fair to them. Um, Keep going. Beep. No. I um, my girlfriend's brother, for those that don't know, um, is just a just one large uh, mother trucker, uh, huge, absolutely terrifying. Uh, he's he's super nice, super sweet, and I'm almost hesitant to call him sweet because I feel like he'll kill me for saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but super cool, super cool guy, huge, giant, very intimidating, uh, physically speaking. And he runs a, I think it's dojo. I think that's the appropriate term. He runs a jo, a Just dojo. A gym. I think gym's fine. The gym? Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, dojo because I know that's right. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I might be wrong. But anyways, uh, just down the street from me, um, and, you know, there, there's been jokes like, you know, Doug, you should come in and do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And I'm like, haha, like, yeah, right. I'm not going to do that. Um, so Sunday night. Uh, myself and a couple of buddies were having dinner, um, and we're we're consuming some some wine, and it just so happens that my girlfriend's two brothers are there, and 
the one brother who runs the gym and then the other brother who's just kind of starting this Brazilian jiu-jitsu journey, um, they do these little private training sessions Sunday nights. And this was Sunday night. Uh, and so they're like, yeah, let's go. You know, let's go, let's go train. And, you know, kind of half-heartedly, it's like, hey, you know, you guys should come down. And myself and my, my two buddies, Rin and Brian, for those who know, uh, nice. we're like, ha, ah, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever. I mean, we've probably had about three or four glasses of wine. I mean, we're, we're hey, ch- now. chilling, we're chilling. Um, so whatever, whatever they leave text messages are, are coming in saying, you guys need to come through, like, just watch whatever. So we decided to come through. Um, for some reason I had it in my head that we would just sit and watch, but of course that's not what's going to happen. As soon as we walk through, um, we're given geese. Uh, somebody punches you in the face, right? When you walk in, <laughs> right. When we step through the thresholds, that's how I understand a gi. <laughs> a, a gi is a punch to the jaw. A gi. <laughs> A gi. Uh, so we're giving geese. We get all dressed up here. Um, and the a gi is like a like a karate uniform, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess I, I, a robe. Super disrespectful, I would assume. I'm not sure to call it a robe, but I mean, I don't that, care. I'm not afraid. Form. It's the same form, right? It's like a pair of right. pants and then like a, a little shorty robe. Exactly. It's what Ken and Ryu wear. Yeah. Uh, so there, there you go. go. Um. So we put these on, and these things do not breathe whatsoever. So we haven't even begun yet, and, we're, and I'm already sweating. It's real bad. Um, and so the, the very first the very first move we learn is called the guillotine. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Or standing guillotine, something like that. We're, we're standing up. We're standing up. Um, and so basically what it is, uh, someone comes at you. The, the scenario that... Uh, that is presented to us is that, you know, you're in a bar or whatever. Some dude rushes you, tries to tackle you, you know, head down lower or whatever you catch, you catch uh, the dude's head underneath your right arm, get it real tight. Um, so you have like his fist, like on the left side of his face. Um, I can't even remember the, the next, I think that's it. You just get it in real tight and then grab like your wrist or something like that. Take two steps back and then tighten up again. So you take two steps backwards. This is the key. Tighten up so you're real tight. Then you take two steps forward and then lift and stand up. So you get all crap. I'm sorry. I skipped a step. You get the dude in this like It's basically a headlock. Never, ever let him take that choke because if you're out, God knows what they're going to do with you. Um, but then you put like all of your weight on him basically. So you're kind of like leaning on him. Like so without his body there, you would fall over. You take two steps back. Okay, I'm screwing this up. You take two steps back, then you lean on him. That's the key. Then you tighten up. Then you take two steps forward. So, I mean, you're, like, real close to him. Uh, and, then you, and then you stand up. And so, basically, what that does is just breaks his neck, essentially. He tried to kill me, so I got to return it the favor. Uh, and so, the key, the key in all this is that, you know, your partner, because you're, you're sparring and everything, and you tap out, right? That's how you show, like, yeah, you did it right. I'm going to die. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is demoed by the two by the two brothers uh, on each other at first on each other on each other. And then we try it out. Um, and so I. Uh, Amanda, my girlfriend and I, we pair up and then my buddies, Brian and Ren, uh, they pair up. We do it to each other. I mean, I, I can feel it. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that hurts. Cool. Whatever. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, <laughs> we move on to the next hold. And it's uh, this one involves it's going to be hard to explain i don't even know if i'm going to try it but basically you're kind of like spooning sitting up i don't know how you get into this situation but that's not the point i'm sure if you're on the mat on the mat doing brazilian jiu-jitsu things this sort of thing could happen wait so you're, you're facing like uh facing the same way you've sitting got your up. arms around them and then it's kind of like sitting in, in your you're sitting in the your opponent's lap it's a rear naked yes, choke exactly. you're talking about um that might be it i don't know i'm uh, assuming that would be if you were if you were to get behind him you know, and there's a struggle to the ground and then just, and then get wrestled to the ground. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Sure. 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 I can see that. Um, so this involves the use of the gi, uh, basically, um, which is cool. That, that's, what's kind of neat about this whole Brazilian jujitsu thing. Um, is that you use your gi, you use your own gi and then you use your opponent's gi for all sorts of treats and tricks. And looky, look what we got here. Um, but basically you, uh, you put your left arm around the dude's, neck i'm screwing up the steps here i think you put your left arm around the dude's neck you take your right arm 
get a good grip on the collar of the gi. And basically, you pull straight down on the gi, so that starts choking him there. Uh And then you tighten and twist to the left with your left arm. So once again, if you keep doing it and not let go, you are going to definitely pass out. You're definitely going to make him pass out for sure. Um, So Amanda, Amanda and I once again are uh, doing this, and it's fine, whatever. And then um, Amanda's brother, the instructor, the big scary, scary human being um, who's very nice. Um, comes over. He goes, here, let me show you, Doug. Let me show you. <laughs> you sit down in this position. And this is like a two-step thing. So he goes, the first step is that you put you put your arm around, your left arm around the person's neck. Something's going to go wrong. And you want to choke the guy out. And like that in itself, I'm like, ooh, like I can't breathe as well as I could. You know, like this is crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm not and, operating at 100% right here. Yeah, anymore. like I'm, I'm, I'm getting hurt here. And then um, he goes, and then he grabs my gi, and that's step two. And he, he hasn't even tight, like tightened up yet. And in my brain, I'm like, you know, like if you had nothing to prove right now, you would be tapping right now. You know, like why not? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know it's then, coming. You know it's not going to get any know, better. He tightens up, <laughs> and like within like half a second, like I'm seeing stars and stuff. Like my my vision is just disappearing, and I'm just like, oh. And he's like, yeah, and that's how it's done. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like that's terrible. He did the same thing to Rin, not to put Rin on blast or anything, but this is funny. This is hilarious. He does the same <laughs> thing on mm-hmm. Rin. Um, as soon as he tightens up, and I could see it in Rin's face. I mean, he was, he's, his brain was doing the same thing that I was doing. Did he vomit uh, backwards into his throat? Like backwards? And, and, and he, he just and he drank it and said, that was delicious. Uh, no, but as soon as he tightens up, Rin, he coughs. He, he instantly starts tapping and gives this big like, like that, like coughs, kind of dry heave. And then um, Amanda's brother immediately lets go. And then Rin just slaps the mat and goes, damn it. Like He was like so disappointed <laughs> in how he reacted to that. But it was so instantaneous. He was just like, damn it. Like, that is hilarious. It's starting time again. That is a really frustrating feeling. Like you just, you lose control over your body. I mean. Yeah. You know, you, you, you're not able to do what you want, which is to withstand it, you know, like because of all the pain and, and the reality of how horrible that is for you. Yeah, I have, I have a quick little uh, addendum to this where I because I, I was at my buddy's place one time and uh, we were drinking a little bit. And, and this girl that he he kind of was messing around with kind of she had been taking uh, jujitsu classes herself and I'm, I'm into MMA. And so I was like, OK, well, show me something. Into watching so, MMA, right? Let's just clarify. Yeah. Ex- okay. True. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't practice. Uh, I just. Th- I just think I can. Um. So anyway. And uh, <laughs> thanks for your clearing pillow. that up. Thank you for clearing that. Up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so she said she's learned this move called the triangle choke. And essentially, it's um, if you're the person that's doing it, you're on your back, and the person is kind of in between your legs, um, on you, and they're trying to you know punch you or whatever. And the kind of the purpose you try to do is you try to get your your legs on their shoulders, essentially. And you create the triangle by uh, kind of looping one of your legs, bending it around the back of their neck and and keeping the other leg straight. So it's basically your, your legs are just creating this really small space around their neck. And it just does the same thing as, as the other chokes. You just, you know, you, you put them out. And I had never had this done to me before, so I, I was drunk, whatever. And so I was like, okay, let's do it. Don't, don't you ever do this. And then so I, I get in position, she does it. And yeah, it was within like, you know, a couple of seconds. All of a sudden, like my my field of vision just got blacker and blacker. And it was, it sucked. Yeah. yeah. And it, that, was, that was from a girl especially. So I also slapped the floor and said, damn it. Right. Right. And, and uh, you've made it very clear how you feel about being defeated in any way by a girl. Not I've, even defeated, but just um, even equaled. Not even equaled. <laughs> uh, challenged in the most minimal way possible. I don't even understand. Relatively equaled. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't I disagree. I disagree. I, I never never on this show have I made an opinion about besting women in an athletic event i think it was i think it was last show it was exactly <laughs> last show yeah um well it's funny you mentioned that carlos because the very next thing that we did was the triangle the triangle choke um and same story you you put it on you're done i guess what i like about this kind of thing is that like physical strength of course is important and everything but i mean 
Carlos, by no means am I trying to to puff you up by any means. Uh, by no means, by any means. Puff away. Uh, uh, but I'm sure you you were stronger than that young lady. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it wasn't like I was like struggling to get. I wanted to see what it was like. Of course, let's qualify this. Of course, you let yourself get into it, and if it was up yeah, to you, dude, it would have yeah. never happened. Of Just course. say it, Carlos. Yeah. You you beat the hell out of her later. <laughs> when she wasn't looking, I, I sucker punched her. Sucker punch, back of the head. Dang it, the dang it, the dang. Go ahead, though. Um, I mean, physical strength, yeah, sure, whatever. But I mean, if it's it's more about like leverage and positioning and everything. Absolutely. I mean, the main guy that it was a big star of this, uh, Hoist Gracie, he was, you know, a very slight, uh, probably 5'10", 160-pound guy when Ultimate Fighting started. And he was taking out all these big, bruising dudes just because he, like you said, he he knew leverage and angles. And he he would just kind of get to their get to their special points, like the neck or their, their joints. And he just knew what he was doing, basically, technique-wise. Yeah, so. yeah. And that's cool. That's exciting. So I'm gonna go back, man. Stay tuned. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep these BJJ chronicles going. I'd love uh, to go. I love when I visit again. I'd love to do that. Yeah, dude, for sure, for sure. That'd, That'd be, be cool. a lot of fun. Uh, so that's that's everything you need to know about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Excellent. Ready to fight? Let's go to the bars. <laughs> right, let's do it. Let's do it. Nice. A hill, hill for the balls, hill for the balls. Ah, uh, all right. Carlos, let's let's dream. Okay. Um, well, I ha- actually have had two. I had a, a couple of weird ones. One involves me potentially murdering someone. Um, if you know, guys want to hear that one. Uh, yes. Okay, we'll start with that. Okay, so this happened probably about a week and a half ago, and uh, it, it's it, it was actually it shook me up. I guess a lot of my dreams do. This one did shake me up when I woke up because um, I wasn't sure again what I had done. <laughs> uh, so basically it starts out, I'm at a bar, like just kind of a, a decent dive bar, not a total piece of junk, but whatever, dark, dimly lit uh, bar. And I'm having a few drinks, whatever. And I start, you know, flirting with this, this chick and we start, you know, talking and so forth. How does she look? Uh, she's, she's attractive. <laughs> okay. okay. And, uh, and also it, this thing is, in the dream, I'm noticing like the bartender, obviously, and, and some other people around. So this, this will come in later. So I've got the bartender's face in my head as well. So uh, after, obviously, it's a dream. I don't know how long it was, amount of time, whatever. We, we drink our fill and we're, we're kind of walking arm in arm uh, out of the bar. And we're, I don't know where we're going exactly. Maybe to her place or who knows. Uh, I don't know. A boy and, can yeah, exactly. And then... Uh, for some reason, uh, there's a gun pulled and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it's me or her that pulled the gun. I don't know why I would have a gun and there was a gun pulled and we got into this little struggle and the gun went off and, and shot her in the, in the, the torso. And, uh, and so I'm like, Oh damn, like what just happened? I don't remember having a gun and I, you know, I, I, I didn't mean to shoot her. Um, and so then I, I take off running towards, this is part that I, I was trying to think about. I, what do you call it? Okay. You remember at the end of collateral, like when they're riding that, is it a tram? I guess you'd call it. What do you call that? I, I don't remember collateral. Doug? When they're riding, like the, like the Metro? Yeah. The Metro. What would you call that? Is that subway? A tram? A train? A subway? Yeah. Okay. It's like on above, above the ground though. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Elevated Whatever. train? So anyway, it's an elevated train in my dream. So it had smoke coming out of the top, had the chugga chugga. Oh, that's not kidding. like clever. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's not what? No, I was just using Riley's description. But chugga no, it, chugga. I, I was thinking. That's what it's called like, elevate an L train, like in Chicago, okay. the L train. All right, so L train. So I'm I'm hustling towards the L train to just get back home and get out of there. Like this is probably a good uh, a while later, and. Uh, while I'm on the train, uh, it goes by kind of where the the shooting happened, and I see there's just a ton of cops, a ton of uh, police uh, lights and cop cars and so forth. And um, and so I'm like, oh wow, you know, I kind of dodged the bullet, uh, you know, literally. Unlike her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And but I'm still trying to like figure out what what's why did this happen? And then meanwhile, I glance back towards the kind of other passengers, and probably a good three or four seats down facing me 
is the bartender. And um, I, I think I have a little bit of blood on my, my visage. And so she, I, I see her pull out a phone and she's looking at me and she starts like dialing her phone. And I'm like, what the hell? Why is she dialing her phone after she looks at me? Like, did she recognize me? Like what's happening? And so I'm thinking, you know, she's calling the cops on me. Like this, this guy is the, the one, I don't know how she would know that there was a shooting anyway. Cause you knew. So, but yeah, maybe who knows? Well, in a uh, dream, I mean, you know, yeah. You, yeah. Everything was versus me. So it was like Truman show status apparently. And, um, and so I get off the tram, the L train and I'm, I'm just hoofing it somewhere and I, I end up making it back to my place and I go to bed, um, wake up the next day. <laughs> I go see a movie with my dad. <laughs> I'm not sure what movie it was. About killer what. animals though. We can, we can <laughs> yeah, guarantee it was like about yeah. killer animals. Piranha 3D or something. Most likely. And, uh, it's almost over. The dream is. And so I, I we, the movie's over. And this whole time that I'm watching the movie, I'm just thinking like, what's going to happen? Like, are they going to find me? Uh, you know, what, like just trying to wrap my brain around it. And at the end, uh, I just break down like in front of my dad and like, I start crying and I'm just like, dad, you know, I, I, I think I might've killed somebody. And he's just like, what are you talking about? And I try to explain to him, you know, this, this X, Y, and Z happened, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like that didn't happen. Like, and it, it so it turns out that after I, and I pretty much woke up after that. So I wasn't sure if I was dreaming that I dreamt that I killed this chick or if I'm just dreaming that I killed this chick. So it was like an inception deal, which is pretty crazy, which never happened to me before. So, but the way my dad said it, it was like, he knew that I was tripping. Like I was, I didn't do it. Like I just, it was not that, that event did not happen. Mm. So that made it even more crazy. You basically dreamt crime and punishment. I have not read it, but okay. Check it out. There you go. Check, okay. It's not, it's not a lot like crime and punishment. <laughs> Dude kills someone. For one, feels, there was no punishment. Feels guilty. feels guilty. I guess there is no punishment. But well, the there punishment was, though, was questioning your own sanity. Exactly. I wasn't sure if I was doing it or not, or if I did it. Some would argue that's the worst punishment of all. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> Some would, but they'd be wrong. They'd be wrong. They'd definitely be incorrect. And so that was it. And I woke up, and I was just like, what the hell is going on? I don't know. So I might have killed somebody a week and a half ago. I don't know. In a dream. Or in real or life, dream, you know? dream. So you're like or, worried that because it wasn't, it didn't happen in the dream, that maybe it happened in real life, and the dream dad, your dream dad, didn't know about it because it happened in the re- in the real world. Nah, I wouldn't say I'm worried about that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't kill anyone. Well. Pretty sure. Ask around though. Ask around a little bit. Probably really get that angry. So retrace your steps. So, <laughs> that was it. That was that was the dream. I thought she might have bested you at like Mario Kart or something. Yeah, I have no problem with that if they beat me at Mario Kart because that's they play it a lot more. Who's they? So, women. They love Mario Kart for I good like Mario reason. Kart. Does that make for me a reason. woman? Huh? No, that's a weird logical jump to, for you to make. Anyway, True. logical fallacy. So that's it, man. That's Wait, am I a woman? Yes. <laughs> oh, you? Yes. Ugh. Well, uh, you know, I don't no, no real way to just kind of transition into this other than just say, let's uh, let's check out what what David sent us. Good reading. Good readings. So it's only been a few months since I began this experiment in audio blogging, and I've got to say. So far, so good. I love the sound of my own voice. However, I've been journaling for years, the written kind. First, it was pencil on wide-ruled notebook paper, then pen on college-ruled. For a little while, I tried writing in a journal with no rules at all, but I lost my way. My first Palm Pilot brought me back from the brink, and I quickly mastered the 3Com trademark graffiti handwriting recognition font. New muscles formed in my hands and wrists, and I was writing my daily journal at an astonishing 11 words per minute. Then the Palm brand got scrapped. All firmware mandatorily deleted, and I was forced to buy a laptop computer. Typing. That's how I do it now. Basically, you bring your fingers down on individual buttons, each one representing a letter, and said letter appears on a small TV-like video screen. Soon you have words, and then sentences, like the one I'm speaking to you right now. So I was curious about these old journals I used to keep. I've never bothered to read them. 
That's not what they were really for. I just loaded them into a giant Rubbermaid container, which I stashed in a cold, dry room somewhere between my house and the next-door neighbor's. I thought I'd take a look and share with you, through this new journaling style, some of my old and most significant entries. Okay, I'll go first. You'd better hope and pray that you make it safe back to your own world. November 1st, 1992. Yesterday was Halloween, and Mommy made me a Tin Man costume. It was very shiny and had tinfoil all over it. She painted my face silver, and I wore a funnel hat like in the movie. It started to rain, and my candy got wet, and my face paint smugged off, and I had to go home early. I still got lots of yummy candy, but Daddy said to throw away the ones without wrappers because they might have poison or disease in them. The American presidential election is in two days, and I just don't see it working out for Bush. Perot has been siphoning interest away from the incumbent and distracting the Republican base with his erratic behavior. I have a feeling that smooth-talking Clinton is going to take the cake, with his man Gore, who's maybe a little brighter than he lets on. Wow, I was pretty perceptive at age seven. Let's scoot ahead a few years and listen in on a 12-year-old, David. February 20th, 1998. It's almost the end of the Nagano Winter Olympics, so last night, Mom and Dad let me stay up late to watch the world's first Olympic snowboarding competition. I think it's really great that the Olympic Committee allowed a new sport like snowboarding to be a part of these games, and I hope it remains as an event for years to come. A Canadian named Ross won gold in the slalom competition. Go Canada! Go Ross! There was a news break in the middle of the broadcast, and the news anchor said something about Saddam Hussein from Iraq, and that he was finally going to let inspectors into his country to check for nuclear bombs. I guess the UN is getting it done, and now we don't have to worry about going to war with Iraq again. That's good news, because I'm almost a teenager now, and I don't want to be drafted into a war right when I'm old enough to have a girlfriend. But I don't know. I'm highly dubious that the US is going to cease its saber-rattling, and they could easily disregard whatever the weapons inspectors have to say, considering they're from the UN, and the United States has lost all interest in playing fair on the global stage, not to mention Great Britain's involvement as the sycophantic toady chanting for more dick-wagging in the Middle East. My birthday is in less than two months, and we're going bowling, and I hope I get lots of Nerf guns. That is some spooky acumen. As a matter of fact, I got four Nerf guns that B-Day. I even got the Warthog, which looked like the chain gun from Predator and required four D-cell batteries to operate. Alright, here's one last entry, written in my junior year of high school. September 12th, 2001. Last night, I finally got my hand down Effie's pants. Total victory. I played it safe on top of the panties until I could sense that she was giving me the go-ahead. Then she arched her back a little, and I went to town. I even met the mayor. Good lord, it is about damn time. I figure I'll have this thing cinched in less than a week, but I'm giving myself to the end of the month before I panic or bail. Also, 9-11 happened yesterday. Alright, there you have it. Thank you for sharing, David. You're welcome. I, uh... I spotted a particular song in that uh, little little audio blog there. Moby. Moby Moby featuring Gwen Stefani. I hadn't heard that song in like four years, maybe. Uh, <laughs> and then within the past month, I've heard it like four times. It was on in Beverages and More just a couple days ago when I was in there. Just heard it now. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, That's two. It's weird. Okay, well. It's weird. It's, it's weird. It's weird how life throws things at you sometimes, you know? You're right. You are right. Mm-hmm. It's weird. That's weird. That's good stuff, though. He's very prescient. Prescient. He's prescient. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Do you guys ever keep a journal? No. Uh, I. I write creatively. Is that the same thing? No, I don't think so. Not really. No. Okay. Then no. no. That wasn't the question. No, I mean about like what you're well, doing, what be, you're up to. It's a journal of what's happening. That's what I'm saying. That's my poetry and stories and stuff is kind of like that. 
like, uh, like through anyway, a filter. Sorry. Right? Sorry. Sorry, guys. I write creatively. <laughs> it just sounds strange. No, that's good stuff. He, he was always, he was always, you know, he he, he was like, a, we, we call him Chicken Little when he was a kid because he's always, you know, sky's falling, sky's falling. Um, this George Bush guy is no good for the economy, that kind of thing. Always just, yep, yep, yep. I bet. That poor kid, man. <laughs> Ulcers and all that? I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Yeah. So uh, I, I, we kind of skipped over a little bit. Um, I want to get back to Carlos's second dream, but I, I just want to say while we were while you guys were listening to that, I'd I'd heard it. I I um I uh, found out some stuff. I I guess this power outage down in in San Diego, Orange County, you know, LA area is, or maybe not LA area, but Southern California is a uh, pretty bad, pretty darn really? bad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is this today? It's like going on right now. Like a, a, an hour ago, they were saying there was like a. Um, like 1.5 million people were out of power. Damn! Wow. Well, I'm or, glad you were. That might have been 1.5 thousand. Yeah. Breaking news. Uh, on a podcast, which doesn't really work. Massive power outage, San Diego gridlock. Yesterday. To yeah, probably yesterday to anyone. <laughs> yesterday at best to anyone listening to this. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I hope everyone's come, all right. How, how come your power's not out, Doug? Um, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> he didn't even know why anyone's was out, so how would he know why his is not out? Maybe it's he prayed or something earlier today. I don't know. He's a good, pious man. I'm sure he did. Right, Doug? <laughs> probably, probably the prayer that saved us over here in L.A. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Usually does. So, uh... What are we talking about in this dream, Carlos? Is this going to be uh, more catastrophic, less catastrophic? Well, this one definitely sucked as far as uh, me being anxious about it as well. Um, again, this this story takes place with me. I had been drinking, and uh, I, I but I did not want to drive. In real life or no, 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 no. None of this. I was I wasn't drinking at all in real life, and, but in this dream I was as well as the other one. And so, but so I'm I, f- I forget the context, but I, I'm ready to leave wherever I'm at, but I don't want to drive, and so I, I end up walking through this office building that's been flooded, um, you know, stories up. It's like that crazy for some reason. Just that that building was flooded. I don't know why. And so I'm going through, and I I, I remember I my but my car is there, and so I'm pushing my car from behind instead of driving it through the water. That makes any sense. In the car, in the building. Yes, yes, exactly. In like a parking structure, or like just down a hallway. Down a hallway. Okay. So it's water everywhere. I'm pushing my car from the back because I don't want to get in trouble for drunk driving. Uh, Which through the hallways is the only acceptable place to push your car if you're drinking. Everyone knows that. <laughs> right. Whatever. Right. And so and so then we'll kind of I would tell you that the. The big idea of this dream is I I didn't want people to know that I was drunk for some reason. I felt like it would have been my ass. Like I would have either been killed or put in jail or something. Oh. Uh, but anyway, so that that's kind of my my thought process through this whole dream is like if somebody finds out I'm drunk, I'm screwed. And so that I see this cop here in the, in this office building, and I'm like, oh damn it. And he's just like, yeah man, just go ahead and push it right through there. And it's just like the front door. I was like, okay, I was already going that area. Thanks though. Thanks for not putting me in jail. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm on the road now, and I'm pushing the car from behind. <laughs> and, uh, so that's not to get in trouble for drunk driving, of course. Exactly, exactly. And uh, and I come across this uh this gated community for some reason, and I I, I imagine I lived there at the time. I, I don't remember. I didn't feel like I lived there at least. And so I go in, and there is this probably you know twenty late 20s uh looking dude he's got like this kind of military outfit on he's got like curly hair coming curling up from uh the the under the back of his uh, baseball cap and he's just got like this super stern look on his face and he uh he opens the gate and he's like hey man uh, you've been drinking tonight and i was just like uh no like i had like one probably like a few hours ago and he was like okay man just just make sure you're not lying to me right now and i was like i'm not Okay, I'm just trying to push my car here. You know? I'm just pushing my car here. Is that it's like cool? A normal guy. Yeah. 
And so he's like, all right, man, go on through. <laughs> and this is where it gets weird. And then he's like, make sure you come by the party after you park your car. And so. Oh, nice. So what happens is I, I park my car somehow. And um, there's like this rockin' party uh, like across the way from where I, I don't know where I was going, but kind of across from where I parked it. And, um, and so I go over there and he's out front again of this place now. And so he's just like standing there, you know, with his, his arms crossed and, you know, kind of just bobbing his head to the music. And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, man, just go, go on in, man. Have, have a beer on me. And I was like, okay, this guy's either really cool or he's trying to like, you know, rope me in on some sort of trap here. And, uh, and so I go in and, uh, there was there's probably only about 10 people in the party and one of them was actually a real person from college that i knew um probably shouldn't drop the name needless to say she's she's lovely all right and uh Mm -hmm. at one point uh for some reason her and her boyfriend didn't have their shirts on which i thought was kind of strange um, and so everybody's dancing and so forth, you know, just ha- messing around, having fun, uh, you know, listening to Hot Shell Array or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> la, <laughs> whatever, la, that, la. <laughs> whatever that may be. And then uh, all of a sudden, the security guy comes in and he, he's like, his eyes are like bloodshot and he's starting, you know, he's sweating a little bit and he starts waving this gun around and telling us all to, you know, get the hell out, you know, because there's you know, stuff going down, like somebody's coming this way to, to, uh, I don't know, start a shootout or something. He made it seem like, so we all jet out the back. Um, and, uh, we're kind of like jumping over the fence to the next, uh, property or whatever. So it, it seems like he makes it seem like there's something very serious. He's kind of unintelligible. A lot of his, uh, his speech, he seems very friendly. He's obviously very different from the guy I met earlier who's you know, very calm and collected and, you know, Hey, what's going on? What's going on now? He's, his, his, his voice is elevated. His, his eyes are bloodshot. Like I said, he's sweating and he's waving a gun around telling everybody to get out because, uh, you know, I, I guess our lives are in danger or whatever. So the 10 of us, uh, you know, we're getting crazy. Oh, Gail, what's happening? What's happening? So we all go out the back, uh, screen door or whatnot and, uh, and hop the fence. <clears throat> And kind of, well, I don't know what everybody else did. They could have left. I, I had to look back and see what happened. Um, I don't know. I was curious to see what happened. And he, I just see like the the inside of the of the the house or whatever. It's just like lighting up, like with the muzzle flashes um, and so forth. It, it was it was pretty crazy. And you just hear this ton of gunfire, uh, M16s, you know, all kinds of stuff. And um, and so that was it. <laughs> that was a dream. Damn. I don't know if the guy saved us or if he led us into a near trap or I don't know why he would have told us to leave. But, yeah, so I was like, what the hell just happened? So I don't know, man. That was it. I definitely feel like the be- the beginning of that dream where you're talking about pushing a car through a hallway. I mean, that's 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 sex right there. That's symbolism. That's sex. <laughs> Is it? Sure. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Totally. I'll have to write that down. I'll tell him. I shrink that. Up to you. <laughs> everyone update your dream books that's what that means that's sex for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. for sure was it like a volkswagen bug volkswagen no it was bug? like my maxima was it, it just, like a flesh colored volkswagen bug or something it was, it was one of those new fiat 500s i don't know if you've seen this should i just say yes so you guys will stop talking about it or was did it look like ace and gary's car from the biggest league duo no it was like like a mini cooper but like the old school mini coopers like Wait a, a mini, minute. It's like a Mini Cooper, but it looked like a big penis. No. It was like the longest, widest car you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. Girth. I'm glad you qualified that girth. That's important. <laughs> uh, that, this, is, this is degenerating. Or if he killed everyone, he saved us. And so then I guess he, he, he met his maker. Or he was uh, the one shooting everyone. Could be. Could be. So hopefully I don't meet that guy. Again in your dream or at all in real life? Uh, do you know ever? I didn't like him that much to be honest. Like I said, I, <laughs> I felt like if he knew I was if he knew I was drunk, something bad was gonna happen to me. So that was really stressful. But then you he, went to a party with him. Yeah, he invited you to a party. That's cool. <laughs> I know. I know that's what was weird. 
<laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. This is degenerated into just <laughs> We've said only positive foolery. things. Yeah. Guys, thanks again. Sorry this uh this got kind of dragged out a little little late in the week, but you know, we still delivered. Our Life latest happens. yet, but you know, not too bad. Life happens. Anyway, until next time, I'm Riley. I was Doug and Carlos. Sweet dreams. Thanks, guys. <laughs>